Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's message titled, The Mystery of the Scroll Sealed with the Seven Seals, we will continue on through the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Before we begin, let us take a moment to surrender our thoughts and what we think the text is saying, and let us hear what the Spirit is saying to us today. We thank you, Father, that you are always working, reaching into people's hearts and minds, individually, and personally in ways that each one of us understands. May we hear what you are saying to us today through your precious word. In Jesus' name, Amen. As we come to the opening of the seals, let us remember that in the beginning, God, Father, Son and Spirit gave their power and authority to humanity. Their power and authority to rule and reign with him. Yet humanity chose to give that power and authority to their selfish desires and chose to become one with both good and evil. As a result, humanity activated evil into God's once perfect world. As God never takes back anything that he gives, there needed to be someone to open the scroll. Someone who was not of the corrupted seed of humanity, but represented humanity. Not only represented humanity, but someone comparable to the one who sits on the throne. Someone who was worthy to open the seals on behalf of humanity and all creation. Only God the Son is comparable to the one who sits on the throne, as he is the Son of God. He is the very essence of God, and through him and by him, together with the Father and Spirit created. Only God the Son who became human is worthy to represent humanity as he was not born of the corrupted seed of humanity. Instead, when he chose to experience the full human condition, he was born of the incorruptible seed of the Holy Spirit. For only Jesus is the bringer of salvation and true justice. So there is only one who is worthy to open the scroll and bring everything to its fulfilment. Remembering that the scroll has two sides. One side is salvation, and the other side is judgment. The opening of the seals will bring the full consumption of salvation to all who received him throughout the ages. It also will bring full judgment upon evil, and those who have chosen to align themselves with evil. As aligning themselves with evil, they become one with evil and have chosen to come under the judgment of evil. 
So the stage is set for the opening of the scrolls. Therefore, let the drama begin. Revelation chapter 6, verses 1 to 8. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a Daenerys, and three quarts of barley for a Daenerys, and do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth, to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. So let us pause for a moment. Here are four aspects of the work of evil, revealed for all to see. They are in complete contrast to the work of God in Jesus. God is revealing the work of evil so no one will be ignorant. God invites us through the voice of the four living creatures to come and see. So let us look at each of the four works of evil to gain a greater revelation of who God is and all he has done for us in Jesus. The first work of evil is symbolised by a white horse and its rider. Upon the white horse sits the rider who has a bow and was given a crown. The first horse and its rider represents conquest, domination, oppression, and abuse of power that takes place upon the earth. Let us remember that in the beginning, evil and selfish desires were given power to rule and reign on the earth by humanity. The deception was that the very thing humanity believed they could control became the controlling force. Unfortunately, ever since then, world superpowers have come and gone causing destruction and devastation. 
Many would seize the right to rule and reign through either violence or riches. All for self-gain and self-glorification, to satisfy the selfish desires which can never be satisfied. So over the course of humanity's history, there have been rulers who have pridefully promised a better way. They would deceive the people to think that all of this was possible through them, but more significantly, without God. All this conquest, deception, oppression and domination is symbolised by the white horse with its rider possessing a bow and had been given a crown. The ways of evil and humanity's selfish desires are in complete contrast to God and his loving ways. Unlike humanity, God gives freely and unconditionally. He never takes back what he gives, as he gives eternally. God is never controlling or manipulating, never oppresses others, or abuses his right to rule and reign. He gives free choice and never uses his power for self-gain. He uses his power for the benefit of others. So Jesus in all his glory will return and eliminate evil. The empires of humanity who have aligned themselves with evil throughout the ages will be judged and condemned accordingly. Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 to 16. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dripped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Back to the works of evil. The second work of evil is symbolised by a red horse and its rider. Upon the red horse sits the rider who has been given the power to take peace from the earth through violence. The rider has a sword which humanity uses for killing. Right back to the first generation born of the corrupted seed of humanity, that is, the seed of both good and evil, there was bloodshed. The killing of a brother by his brother. 
Throughout the ages, violence continues to take the peace from the earth and all who dwell in it. Animal against animal. Human against human. Kin against kin. The aggressor and the victim. Once again, this war and bloodshed is in complete contrast to God in Jesus. For he is the Prince of Peace, the giver of complete and perfect peace. Peace to the warring self, peace with God, and peace with each other. Peace and harmony can only be restored to the universe in Jesus. This is God's eternal plan. For he is the only one who can bring perfect peace. Peace in body, soul, emotions and spirit is a free gift of God in Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 14 to 18 For he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, therefore putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off, and to those who were near. For through him we both have access, by one Spirit, to the Father. So the third work of evil is symbolised by a black horse and its rider. Upon the black horse sits the rider who has a pair of scales to weigh in the balance. The world economical system of buying and selling is unfair and unjust. Famine has resulted through the price set on produce. In amongst this famine on earth, there is from the midst of the four living creatures a voice. The voice declares, Do not harm the oil and wine. Again, the ways of evil and the unjust world systems of humanity are in complete contrast to God and are at war against him. God has a never-ending supply of his eternal self and all things good. Everything he gives, he gives freely and equally without measure. There is never any lack in God's eternal kingdom. The fourth work of evil is symbolised by a pale horse and its rider. The one who sits on the pale horse is death itself, followed by Hades, which is the holding place of the dead for those who, throughout the ages, choose to align themselves with evil. Power has been given to death and Hades, once again echoing the time in the beginning when humanity activated evil and death into God's perfect world. 
Throughout the ages, evil has reproduced and killed with either the sword, or hunger, or death itself, and through the beasts of the earth, all of which will be sentenced to eternal damnation by the righteous judge, King Jesus. Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So to sum up, the first work of evil is conquest, domination, oppression and abuse of power that takes place upon the earth. Power to take peace from the earth through violence is the second work of evil. The third work of evil is the unjust world economic system of buying and selling. They have resulted in extreme famine. However, in amongst this famine, the oil and the wine are not harmed. Then as the fourth work of evil, there is death and Hades. For all those who have chosen to align themselves with evil will be judged. All who have received God in Jesus have nothing to fear, as we have been passed from judgment. Our names are written in the book of life and will never be blotted out. So together, with the Spirit of God, we testify of who Jesus is and what he has done and will do. Revelation chapter 22, verses 16 to 17. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Praise his mighty name. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.